Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So, Doc Blackout in the chat, D, just throw me to Mudley. Just get it over now. Just get it over with before we, before we even start, Joe. Joe, can, can you just, do you have a Mutley? Can you just fire one? I mean, that. <laughs> See, Doc Black, <laughs> you changed the course of the whole, he's right. We might as well, that is the first ever, that is the first ever preemptive Mutley. Yeah. Before the show's even aired. And not only that, a double preemptive Mutley. You know what, usually I throw them back. I'm going to keep them right here. For the course of the show, just near the <laughs> microphone, because we may need this again after them. last night. Ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> you want to talk about getting freaking body bagged last night. Holy Moses, what was CNN thinking? Hey, listen, I don't want to get ahead of my skis here, okay? I'm not a skier. Uh, I watched my daughter ski once. Didn't go well. Like, pie off. And she went right into the fence. I had to grab her, right? I'm not a skier. I grew up in the city. We couldn't afford skiing. So I'm not trying to get ahead of them, but I'm going to say after last night, I don't know what you guys think. The primary's over. It's over, man. I'm going to tell you when I think it changed, but Trump was in rare form last night and just lit CNN on fire to the point where CNN was questioning CNN at the end of the night. Jake Tapper didn't know what to do. Nobody knew what to do. It's a busy news day today. Again, our first preemptive monthly. I'm going to show you this too later in the show, uh, why this matters too. Stay tuned. A lot to talk about. Keep your eyes on Pakistan too, folks. On a very serious note, there is a major, major crisis going on in Pakistan right now between the Supreme Court, the former PM, political leaders. It's a nuclear armed state. There's, there's just, it's, it's a disaster right now in Pakistan. Keep your eyes open on that. Big show today. Today's show brought to you by Bone Charge. In these crazy days, we need to recharge. Listen, folks, there's a lot of stress out there. I'm a big believer in life hacks, and I love Bone Charge because they're a holistic wellness brand. They've been with us for a while. They have a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize life in every way. One of my favorite products is their infrared sauna blanket. Helps me ease stress and unwind after a crazy day, and I have a lot of them. The sauna blanket raises my heart rate to exercise levels, so you feel like you're getting a little bit of a workout there. Helps me sweat away these heavy metals and this garbage floating around in your body. It sets up in less than a minute. It heats super fast. I relax. Sometimes I read a book. Sometimes I just chill there for a 30, 40-minute session. I love it. The sauna blanket from Bone Charge is a game changer. It's great. You got to try it. Ships worldwide. And the sauna blanket ships free with no hidden cost. Plus, Bone Charge offers a 30-day free trial with easy returns or exchanges and a 12-month warranty. Relax, revitalize, and refresh with Bone Charge and the Sauna Blanket. Give it a try. You can personally vouch for it. Right now, go to BoneCharge.com slash Bongino and use coupon code Bongino to save 15%. That's BoneCharge, B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E, BoneCharge.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino to save 15%. Pick up that Sauna Blanket. It feels absolutely great. All right, Joseph, let's go. It is now showtime. Here yeah, we go. See, Doc Blackout. Shane, we, he, you're responsible for the first preemptive Muttley strike in the history of the show. See, the chat. Well we pay attention to you all in the chat. Yeah, well done, buddy. So let's get to it. Last night, a absolute disaster uh, for the left, that is. CNN, uh, of course, wanted to have Trump on because of the ratings. They thought they could, quote, control Donald Trump. I think we've learned uh, for the last seven years now that no one's going to control Donald Trump. And um, 
Listen, I say this with a lot of love. I, uh, I think I've been very fair to all candidates in the race. Wouldn't you guys agree? Very fair. I, I, I genuinely like as people, a lot of people in there. Which I don't really are. have a relationship with Nikki Haley yeah. uh, at all. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, uh, but I love Vivek. I mean, I'm an investor in, in one of his uh, funds. I love Vivek. I think Tim Scott's a good guy. I don't know how uh, conservative he is, but I think his story's amazing. And I'm in Florida. And I can tell you right now, we've never had a better governor. And you're never going to get me to say otherwise. I really don't care who says what. But I'm a Trump guy. I've been a Trump guy. I've always been a Trump guy. I don't think that's a mystery. And uh, I think last night it's over. I, I, I really do. I, I really, I don't see any purpose. Last night, CNN thought it was going to be the kill shot for Donald Trump. It turned out to be the kill shot for CNN. I mean, absolutely body bagged the CNN audience last night and the absolutely hapless Caitlin Collins. Just hapless. Now, what do I always say? You got to do the dipsy do flip a roof. You ever want to analyze what's going on with the left? Always gauge the success or failure of what Trump did or didn't do. Based on the degree of hysteria from the left, if they ignore it, if you hear nothing from the left about Trump at all, it was probably a failure. I'll give you an example. I, I didn't think the announcement he did for president. Remember the announcement? I, I thought it was a little low energy. The speech was okay, but it was just a bad timing. It just seemed like it was done to kind of knock out other candidates. I, I didn't think it was a good idea when they did it back then. I, I still don't. But did you notice the announcement got almost no attention? This is what I mean. When the media starts freaking out, about what Donald Trump is doing, it means Donald Trump did something that is really destructive to the enemies of America. Always gauge the success or failure by that. Here's what I mean. New York Post. Proving my point exactly. Ding, 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 ding. Donald Trump CNN Town Hall Live updates. Liberal journalists and AOC blast the network over the event. Quote, lost total control, including uh, losers and zeros like AOC. Look at her on Twitter. CNN should be ashamed of themselves. Uh, the world's... Uh, the world's dumbest congresswoman. They've lost total control of the town hall, she says, to be manipulated. The audience is cheering them on and laughing at the host. <laughs> we were laughing at the host, too. That was great. And then Mehdi Hassan, who got wrecked by Matt Taibbi. Here's another crazed leftist. I thought the CNN town hall would be bad, but it's worse than I thought. The audience on his side. The mocking of a victim of sexual abuse. Donald Trump's saying otherwise. He's allowed to defend himself. Mehdi, you, you've got some tapes out there, too. I believe, right? I think uh, we can all see those on Twitter. It's a lot to defend himself, right? You did. Those tapes were kind of interesting. You were talking about a whole bunch of stuff. Strange, huh? Always gauge it, folks. They have got real problems right now. Donald Trump is back. He was back last night. And I'll tell you, he had a lot of substance in what he had to say. Now, in what I, I think CNN and Ben Shapiro uh, agrees. Shapiro put this out on Twitter last night, and he's 100% correct. CNN, whether they know it or not, did an enormous favor for Donald Trump last night, so much so that really I don't see there's this thing in politics called the big mo momentum. I don't see the big mo changing at all. I don't. I see at this point there's almost no chance anymore for anybody to catch Trump. He just obliterated them last night. How he's going to fare in the general, I don't know. I'm not making the mistake I made in 2020 or 2022. I told you that yesterday. I'm not going to get out, oh, he's going to win by 10. I'm not doing that shit. You want to do it, you do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. I am going to pretend Trump is going to lose by 20. That way we all get out and vote. 
because I'm not getting stuck again. Having said that, the moderator last night was a total joke. I've got a bunch of clips, including one a hilarious clip from a focus group they ran afterwards. But she doesn't appear to know here, Caitlin Collins. I'm going to lead with this one, even though it happened towards the end. Donald Trump is talking about Ukraine, Russia here. And what he's referring to in this statement is Europe's budget for NATO, their defense budget. Just so we're clear, the North Atlantic Treaty or, or Organization there, NATO, right? The alliance there, they are obligated as being part of NATO to spend a specific percentage of their GDP towards their national defense. Donald Trump has been complaining for years that even though NATO largely benefits countries in Europe, we're in North America. Who are our enemies, Joe? Canada and Mexico? Yep. I mean, they're not going to invade us. So Trump's <laughs> like, why the hell are we spending all this money on NATO if you're not? Caitlin Collins doesn't seem to get that. She keeps going back to, no, 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 we're talking about Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. He's talking about Ukraine too, where NATO countries are bordering the skirmish here and the fight. What an idiot. Take a look. I got with NATO when I sat down, I got them to put up hundreds of billions of dollars that they weren't paying under Obama and Bush and all of these other presidents. That's why they're they're able to help them fight the war because of the money I got. But I want Europe happening in Ukraine. I want Europe to put up more money because they're laughing at us. They think we're a bunch of jerks. We're spending one hundred and seventy billion dollars for faraway land. And they're right next door to that land. And they're in for 20. I don't think so. She doesn't even appear to know. This is supposed to be a journalist that he's talking about NATO bordering these, the, the fight going on in Ukraine and you, with Ukraine and Russia. Yeah. She doesn't even seem to know that. That was surprising that she should, should be so stupid. Uh, Joe, she was the entertainment reporter at the Daily Caller before right. she wound up on CNN. Not that there's anything wrong with no. that. She had a job, fine. You were... But I mean, listen, I was a police officer in an age. I had nothing to do with politics either, but either did she. She was an entertainment reporter over there. The thing is, she doesn't know anything. I consider it my obligation to, when I don't know something, I tell you, if we screw something up, we'll say it. But my gosh, you don't even know what he's talking about NATO. That was the, that was the least of it. Here, in order to redeem herself, well, this thing just went bad within seconds, within seconds. You know, how many times do I got to tell liberals? Listen to me. Listen, put down what you're doing. Take your pen, put it down, your coffee mug here. Take a sip. Mm -hmm. Put it down on the table. Get the cotton out of your ears and stick it in your mouth for a second. Listen to what I'm telling you. Trump is the Lion King. I've said it a thousand times. He's the apex predator on the stage. If you're not prepared to deal with him, then don't get on the stage because he's going to destroy you. This is why I think it's a mistake for him to skip these debates. Everyone will look small next to him. They just will. It's a huge mistake. They don't listen to me, so it doesn't really matter. But here she tries the tough guy approach with Donald Trump. And you got to remember with Trump, Hillary tried this too. He always gets the last word. Always. It just makes better sense to kind of kill him with kindness and the honey, not vinegar, because you're not going to out vinegar Donald Trump. He's the freaking apex predator. Here, take a listen. Joe Biden did ignore a subpoena to get those documents back like Joe you Biden did. And took so that's 1850 the question. But that's the question that investigators have, I think, is why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them. Are you them. ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah, what's you the mind? answer? Can I, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. 
It's very simple. To, you're a nasty person, I'll tell you. I mean, you're going to out wise-ass Donald Trump? Really? You just look silly. You're just giving him talking. I'm not giving these people tips. I'm just telling you how totally incompetent after seven years of Donald Trump that they can't figure him out. Now, there's a theme to the show I want you to keep in your heads today because I'm going to constantly go back to it. I mentioned it earlier. Always gauge the damage Donald Trump has done to the left. Always. By the reaction of the left. If they ignore it, it's usually a nothing burger or damaging to Trump, and they just let him do his own thing. If it is super destructive to the left, like last night's town hall was, where CNN and Caitlin Collins looked just pathetic, and Trump looked sharp on the ball and nowhere close to his chronological age, unlike Biden, who looks 10 years older than 80. Always go to the left. Here's a perfect example. Here's the Lenin Project's uh, Dick Wilson, sometimes called Rick Wilson, mistakenly. Rick Wilson over there at the Lenin Project, uh, sometimes known as the Lincoln Project. Rick Wilson is a, a, a sellout, a, a life loser, a guy who there's a lot of information floating out there about. And I'm actually surprised. I don't want to be the one to put it out there because it's kind of gross. But there's a lot of stuff out there people know about Rick Wilson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Folks in the chat room, you got to start getting on geese, getting a little too, uh, getting a little too uh, quick feisty. with the trigger finger. Now. Slow down there. Get a little too feisty. I mentioned Dick Wilson. He got all excited over there. He's like, oh, he loved playing clips of this guy. I got to give you a little background on Dick Wilson. So Dick Wilson uh, is a sellout. Uh, Dick Wilson used to grift off Republicans, pretending to be a Republican consultant. When he kept losing and Republicans laughed him out of the Republican Party, he got involved with another loser, Reed Galen, who we'll put up in a minute. And they started becoming anti-Trump losers because they wanted to grift off lefties who amazingly still keep giving this life loser money. I ran into this guy in an airport up in New York. Uh, he nearly dropped a load in his pants. He was so scared when I saw him. He turned white and I walked up to him and I told the story before. The dude stunk. Like, a, 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 like, a, a, like he hadn't taken a shower in six months. He had that oily, oily sulfur-like stench emanating from him. And he had dandruff flakes the size of like buffalo snow. I've never seen anything like it. And, I, I, you know, so I sent the guy, I said to him, hey, man, whatever, like, good to see you. And, he, you know, I was trying to be a nice guy, take the high road. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. he couldn't get out of there quick enough. He had to go to the bathroom and change his diaper, although he probably smelled better after he crapped himself. The guy stunk. <laughs> oh, I'm not telling you this. It's not a joke. I'm, not, I'm telling you, I couldn't believe the guy, the stench. I mean, it was like pig pen from the peanuts. And I walked away and I was like, holy Moses, this could do shower. This is this guy, the Lenin Project guy. If liberals are giving him money, buy a bar of freaking soap. Here he is last night, uh, Dick Wilson, absolutely melting down. Here's how you know Trump did serious damage. Okay, you can hit it now. We're in a break now from the presidential uh, town hall with CNN, Caitlin Collins. And whatever the fuck they thought they were going to get out of this, they instead have set a match to democracy once again. You are letting an insane person stand there and make people giggle and laugh when he jokes about rape. You make people giggle and laugh when he jokes about abortion, when he calls an African-American police officer a thug. This insanity should be pulled off the fucking air. Chris Lick, you should be ashamed of yourself. This is astoundingly bad for the brand of CNN. It's astoundingly bad for the country. And it's astoundingly bad, honestly, folks, 
for every other Republican candidate in the primaries. Wrap that shit up. It's done. You saw this tonight. You know you can't beat him on the stage. Everybody else, oars up. Time to go to work because he's going to be the nominee. This shit is unfucking believable. I've never seen anything like it. It is a disaster of the highest fucking degree. <laughs> oh, dude, you want the Muttley? I mean, <laughs> we got it. I mean, really, don't disrespect Muttley. I mean, <laughs> all right, we can't get over <laughs> I mean, Dick Wilson, man. Everyone, please do me a favor. Go to his Twitter account and send him like a Walmart.com link to Degree or Dove Underarm Deodorant or whatever <laughs> one he uses. Speed Stick. I don't know what the hell. Right Guard. Maybe the spray. Uh, if you'd send him that link, he'll know where it came from. I promise. Send it to him on Twitter. He'll know exactly where it came from. There he is totally melting down. What did I tell you? Listen to the theme of today's show. I will never mess with you. When the left freaks out, that means they have they are terrified right now that Trump is back. They're terrified. Here's playbook, political playbook, which is the Bible of the left. It's an email that comes out every morning. Playbook is just astonished how badly CNN just self-owned themselves last night with this pathetic debate, throwing Caitlin Collins up against the Lion King in what was the most hapless mismatch we've seen since you know, Mike Tyson, Michael Spinks. It just wasn't going to happen. Remember that one? Spinks was in the locker room, supposedly afraid to come out. He heard Tyson punch a wall or something like that. Playbook, how Trump dominated CNN. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's exactly what happened. Here, look at his all caps, show. Instant regrets, colon. CNN <laughs> faced heavy criticism for lending Trump its platform. Critics suggesting the network was prioritizing ratings rather than its commitment to truth. <laughs> here, CNN people, here they are. Here's John Ralston, the CEO of the Nevada, Nevada Independent. He posted a Twitter thread. Just minutes in, he said, this is a farce. I'm so sad. Of course, it gets better. These guys just continued to melt down, calling it a complete disaster. Go to the next screen. Even CNN's own employees melting down saying this thing was a disaster, a disgrace. MSNBC host calling it an hour of misinformation. Matt Fuller from the Daily Yeast saying it was journalism malpractice. <laughs> oh, salty liberal tears. Just delicious, are they? Listen, I'm playing for keeps. I'm not here dicking around, right? Dicking around time's over. These people are the enemies of America. They hate everything we stand for. Liberty, constitutional rights, prosperity, educational rights, healthcare rights, economic rights, big R, God-given rights, the right to assemble, petition, not jam untested substances into your body. They're against all that. These people need to be politically destroyed. Politically destroyed. Politically destroyed. I'll say it for the third time, and that's it. Politically destroyed. I'll play cute. Play cute. These people steamroll you. All right. I got a lot more coming up, including one of Trump's best moments from last night. Him being just very candid and being Trump. And at a moment, I got to say, I wasn't that crazy about, but I could see why a lot of people have found it. They, they, they found it kind of funny. I don't think because they 
I'll, I'll show you what I mean in a second. I don't want to overexplain it. Today's show brought to you by Field of Greens too. Folks, Field of Greens, it is a, it's, a, it's a product brought to you by Brickhouse Nutrition. I am extremely loyal to this product because I had a role in developing it. The guy who owns Brickhouse Nutrition, his name is Miles. I called him about, I don't know, five, six years ago. And I said, Miles, I, I need a favor. I said, I don't eat that great all the time. I know I should be eating a lot of fruits and vegetables and a lot of these fruit and vegetable supplements and pills out there. They're just junk. I can see it. It's extract. Who knows? Where it's, you know, I'm not sure it's even, uh, uh, it's even the science-backed formula. So he said, I'm going to put it together. He put a ton of research into it. He talked with doctors at his company, and we got Field of Greens. It is the best product. It is my staple for my nutrition plan. It's backed by a better health promise. Field of Greens is a science-backed formula of specific fruits and vegetables you're not going to find in any other product. Proper nutrition can do all of these good things. Every doctor and health professional tells you, eat your fruits and vegetables. So just do it. Get on it today. Start today. The best proof will be your next checkup when I bet your doctor says, whatever you're doing, it's working. Keep it up. Let me get you started today with 15% off. Pick up Field of Greens today. It is healthy, wholesome, specific fruits and vegetables that taste delicious. Comes in wild berry or lemon lime. In a specific formula. Pick it up today at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Promo code Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Promo code Dan. My brother called me the other day. Wants me to ship me more of this stuff. It's that good. He is a big, big supporter. So am I. Okay. So libs were pissed after these moments last night. This was Trump being really off the cuff and candid. And this is one of those things that just attracts people to Trump. I've got a lot of theories about Trump. But one of them is after, after I don't, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds, but when Joe was, Joe's a little older than me, forgive me, Joe, but you, it's factually accurate. Yeah. Joe's a little older than me. Yeah. Joe grew up in a political environment where there was no Twitter and there was no cable news. I grew up in one with no cable news too, but then only until I was like in my teens, right? Back then, candidates could afford to be very polished and almost artificial in front of the camera. Because the only time you really saw candidates and the president was on the nightly news. That was it. You had basically half an hour to an hour every night. And you'd see a small snippet. Yeah. You never saw the reality of them. That's right. Burping, tripping, doing things. They didn't they almost look superhuman. They did. You see JFK, oh, Camelot, uh, people's always do whatever. All the, you get the point, right? They seemed almost superhuman. In the era of the internet, 24-hour cameras rolling, and everybody with a phone camera Everybody's realizing right now that these guys burp and they bodily functions just like the rest of you, and we're all sinners. So people now have accepted the fact that, hey, if we're going to have a president who's just one of us, I want a guy who actually sounds and talks like one of us. Does that make sense? I've thought about this a lot, okay? The Aaron Patina of like superhuman Marvel Avenger presidents is over. And there's no one out there that does it like Trump does. He just talks like a normal guy. Here. Here's a question from the audience. He has no idea what the question is. The lady asked him about energy policy and just boom, he's got a natural talent for this. What does he say? Now listen for yourself. My question is regarding the economy. Over the past two years, we have seen the prices for everything skyrocket from food to gas to utilities and insurance costs. Many people's bills are up several hundred dollars a month, including mine. If elected president again, what is the first thing you would do to help bring down the cost to make things more affordable? Drill, baby, drill. You know, I get it. The line's been used before, 
But that's what attracted people originally to Palin, too. She just sounded like the soccer mom in the neighborhood that you could relate to. It's not that he invented the line. It's just he says it in a delivery and the response in such a way that people feel like, ah, this guy talks like me. Don't you find it kind of odd that most of the people who've run for president in serious campaigns and who've won have been, you know, wealthy, but not ridiculously wealthy like Trump. Yet you get this guy who's a billionaire who seems to have an ability to relate to the average guy more than these other guys who didn't have half the money he did. Here's another interesting moment from last night. He's asked about the debt ceiling. Listen, I, I wasn't crazy about this moment. I'm just being straight with you. But I get it. I get why a lot of people thought this was a good moment for him last night. Because it's just Trump. He says, there, he asked him about, the, Caitlin Collins, excuse me, she asked him about the debt ceiling. The current debt ceiling negotiations with Biden. And why Trump, she thinks, changed this position. And Trump's answer, again, it's not fake. It's not artificial. You may not like it. Ugh, it sounds hypocritical, but it's just real and it's authentic. And that's why people don't feel like they're talking to a politician. They feel like they're talking to Trump. Take a listen. The country is being destroyed by stupid people, by very stupid people. You once said that using the that using the debt ceiling as a negotiating wedge uh, just could not happen. You you said that when sure. you were in the that's Oval Office. I was president. So, so why is it different now that you're out of office? Because now I'm not president. <laughs> Joe, it's like, tell me if I'm wrong. Hey, Joe, chime in here. Tell me if I'm wrong. The reason that moment resonated with a lot of people is because everybody knows politicians are full of it, right? Everybody understands that. Yeah. And they're going to change their position. Trump's the only one who just comes out and says it. Again, I, I, don't, I don't agree. I wish the answer would have been different. I'm just, just my, my take. I love the guy. That's just my take on it. I think it's important to kind of take a stand on issues like that. However, I totally get it. I get it why he changes his position and people are listening because he's honest about it. When Biden does it, Biden just pretends like it never happened. Trump's just like, yeah, yeah, because I was president. Now I'm not. <laughs> he just comes out and basically said it. it's just hilarious to watch. It is. Now, go with what's the theme of the show? Gauge the damage Trump did to the leftist anti-Trump machine. Gauge it by the response. Here's another member of the Lenin Project, a guy almost as bad. I say almost because it's hard to get as bad as Rick Wilson. This guy at least doesn't stink. I met him in person. Um, I never detected an odor. There may be one now. I'm not sure. I actually know this guy quite well because he used to beg and grift to get on my campaign. Oh, I've got receipts. I got receipts. Oh, they're coming. They're coming. Stay tuned. Here is Rick Wilson's partner at the Lennon Project, sometimes known as the Lincoln Project. Here is Reed Galen, who would love Trump if Trump was paying him, but because they're not paying him, he hates Trump. Here he is flipping out. And I love how he tries to pretend he's like real impromptu and one of the boys. And he calls people gang. Who calls people gang anymore? Hey, gang. Hey, gang. Look at this loser. Freak out. It's, I think Rick Wilson is in the other room. I hope he was bathing. Here, check out Reed Galen. Is anyone surprised by what we saw tonight? If you are, you weren't watching the last eight years. Thanks again to CNN, who helped get us into this in 2016 and is now helping us get deeper into this in 2023. We knew what he would do. You knew what he would do. Caitlin Collins, I think, probably tried the best she could, given the circumstances. You put her out there to do something that was an impossibility. 
You filled the crowd with his sycophants. You filled the crowd with people who clapped when he said he would pardon the January 6th rioters and insurrectionists. Chris Licht, you will not sleep tonight, and I do not feel bad for you. Everything that we have been telling you not to do, you continue to do. So you and Mr. Zaslov, I want you to ask yourselves a question tomorrow. Do you want to live in a free country or don't you? Because maybe you can be the friendly media if and when Trump wins again. But you know what? I wouldn't count on it. This is about all of us, gang. Let's get to work and make sure that this man never, ever gets anywhere near the Oval Office again. Thanks, gang. <laughs> gang. Thanks, gang. <laughs> now, Joe, uh, Guy thinks he looks like he has quite an odor as well. Uh, I, I never detected. I know this guy. I used to meet with him a lot. Why? Because he's a career-long grifter. He's, you got to understand, this kid's never had a real job. His dad was some big political muckety-muck. I think his name is Rich. So he's been grifting off his dad his whole life. The guy's never had an actual job. Folks, I've got a library of emails. I released them slowly from this guy. Look at the date. This is from 2013. When I was running for office. Here he is. These are, these are I promise you, these are real emails. You have my absolute word. Hey, Dan, this is from Reed. I sent Kelly a note. That was my campaign manager to check in, but I never heard back. <laughs> Of course you did, loser. We didn't want you. Can you give me a sense of your plans? No, we can't. Also, I think there's an opportunity to work together. There isn't. I welcome it. We don't. But understand that I see my role as providing strategic advice, i.e. give us your campaign money so I can sit on my ass and grift off my dad and do nothing. I don't get the sense Kelly values or desires my help. She didn't. We hated you. If that's how you feel as well, please let me know and I'll wish you the best of luck and look elsewhere. Reed, that's how we felt. You're a loser. Here he is again. Here he is again before. Still trying to get on the campaign. After. Any thoughts on our proposals? Haven't heard from Kelly. <laughs> this guy. I have hundreds of these. Him begging me to get people on Hannity. He's like, Hannity sucks. He likes Donald Trump. Hey, Dan, can you get me on Hannity? The dude is a loser. So you got one guy with, with boulder-sized dandruff flakes and a B.O. problem that could kill a five-year-old cat. And then you got another guy, a career grifter living off his dad, whose dad's who's never had a freaking job, begging conservatives for money. This is the best the anti-Trump people can do, and you wonder why they're freaking out today. Holy Moses, are these people stupid. And lefties keep giving these two idiots money. Gosh, I don't know who's dumber, them or the lefties. Two grifters always gauge the damage Trump did by the meltdown on the left. All right, I got more. Let me get to my next sponsor, including Trump took my advice, whether he knows it or not. Probably doesn't, but he took my advice on something. Ladies and gentlemen, always bring receipts. Always bring receipts. And he did it last night. Bravo, Mr. President. Hey, if you own a small business, you know the value of time. Innovation Refunds knows too. That's why they made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for the ERC. That's the Employee Retention Credit. Go to GetRefunds.com to get started. In less than eight minutes, see if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID-19. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC, and they may be able to help your business too. So upfront charge either. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe they won't qualify based off incomplete or outdated information. But don't let this opportunity pass you by because this payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. Go to getrefunds.com 
That's GetRefunds.com, GetRefunds.com. All right, back to the show. So a long time ago, a listener had to remind me of this. I actually forgot about it. Before the Trump-Biden debate in the 2020, obviously 2020 election, I had advised President Trump on my show that he should keep a copy of the, do I have it here? Yes, I do. Perfect. This one that he should keep a copy of the Hunter Biden receipt for the laptop because it has Hunter Biden signatures, phone number, and address, and that he should whip it out on stage. Well, a listener reminded me of that. I forgot about it. And who knows? Maybe they remembered that because I talked about it again on a radio show the other day because last night, Trump bought receipts. So, of course, the hapless Caitlin Collins, former entertainment reporter, doesn't understand that NATO uh, could potentially be involved in the Ukraine fight. She's like, NATO? What's that? Is that NADO? Is that the North Atlantic Defense Organization in the NFL? No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's, that's not what it is. No, it's not what it is, Caitlin. Caitlin had no idea, apparently, that Donald Trump, or if she did, she lied about it. Donald Trump had repeatedly called for peaceful marches, patriotic marches, using those exact words on January 5th and 6th. And Donald Trump brought the tweets to back it up last night. This was, I, I think... Maybe the best moment of the night. Check this out. Back to what happened on that day. He you said did you not weren't. Say that. You, he has testified that. Mr. He did President. not say that. But you said you weren't very involved that day. You did tell your supporters to come to Washington. You tweeted about it, about sure, that speech that happened on the rally. Am I so allowed when to they, say that? When they went to the Capitol and they were breaking into the Capitol, smashing windows, injuring police officers, why did you why did it take you three hours to tell them to go home? I don't believe it did. Oh, let me pull it out. I have to pull it out. <laughs> So if you look at on January 5th, the day before, I said, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. Stay peaceful. This was the day before. And this was in the form of Twitter. Now use truth. Truth social. I think it's far superior. OK, I hope everybody's on. I hope everybody's on truth. Always bring receipts, baby. Always bring receipts. Bring the paper. Someone wanted me to give the hat tip. Rush Limbaugh paper flip in the chat room. Thank you. Good idea. Always bring receipts. Yeah, I would love, I wanted him and he should do it, by the way. He's probably going to, at this point, it looks like it's going to be a runaway in the primary. When he's on the stage with Biden, if Biden makes it that far, the guy's in very poor health. Don't wish any ill on the guy, but I'm serious. I'm not sure he's going to, he's in very bad health. I don't wish bad health on anybody, but he's in bad shape. If he makes it that far, here, Mr. President, your team, please, if you're listening, someone send this to him. Bring the Hunter receipt next time and ask a simple question. Is that not your son's signature? Because we have another copy of your son's signature. Oh, here it is. And it looks exactly like that. Is that not your son's address and phone number? Oh, we had to black him out because we found out that is your son's address and phone number. Is that not it right there? Please, please do it. Watch this guy freak out. He has no ability, Biden, that is, to cognitively process information. He's too stupid. He's too stupid. Now, it's not just the liberal response like uh, Dick Wilson and Grifter Galen. It's not just them and Politico playbook. The response last night from the focus group to this constant focus on January 6th in 2020 was one of the best moments you'll see on TV from a focus group in a long time. So CNN thinks they're really going to get this focus group and pin them to the wall after the thing because they're Trump people or some of them are. 
They're like, hey, man, what's with this guy, man? Always focused on the 2020 election, rigged, stolen. I mean, is this guy ever going to move on? I want you to listen to the answer. Whoever this guy is, someone send this guy a box of like high-end beef jerky or something because this dude deserves it. Listen to this answer to the CNN focus group moderator on the panel. Check this out. Does it bother you that he keeps talking about 2020 and not 2024? I'll ask you first. This is Jonathan Leslie. He's 40, Republican, voted for Trump twice. How do you feel about those lies? So I feel like part of it's also the media narrative as you guys asked him the first question at the town hall about the 2020 election rather than current stuff. So don't you think he could say it's time for me to start talking about 2024 and not lies that aren't true? Couldn't the media ask him a question about 2024? Well, there were questions, but you're right. That was the first thing, but that's something that was on our mind. And that's why I was asked first. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. Bro, bro, give that guy... What was it? Officer and a gentleman? Was that was it? Give that guy a cigar. Was that? I think it was Lou Gossett Jr., but I know we screw up the movie. It was probably Iron Eagle or something like that. <laughs> Give that man a cigar. I love that guy. Why is he talking about 2020 Trump? What a loser. Uh, you guys asked him about 2020. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did. Matter of fact, it was the first question. Oh, shit. That's right. It was the first question. We forgot. <laughs> Just a bad. CNN, right? CNN's up this morning. They're wiping themselves down. They're like, what do we do? What do we do? Answer is nothing. Just sit there and wallow in it. Serve everything you get. There were some serious moments last night, too. Now, listen, I, I, obviously, I wasn't there when January 6th was going down. I wasn't in the room. So unlike Caitlin Collins, I don't draw this positive conclusions without evidence about if Trump ordered the National Guard in or not. Uh, because there's conflicting stories about the event and I wasn't there. However, I have actual evidence. I have evidence that Caitlin Collins is actually making this up. So he gets into it with Caitlin Collins last night. This is about January 6th and a Trump order after the, after the uh, violence had broken out to deploy the National Guard. Caitlin Collins acts here like she was in the room. Now, how would Trump know what happened in the room with Trump there, Joe? Because oh, he, he was, was there. there. That's oh, that you know, that gets me every time. Me too, so dude. he would know. So Caitlin Collins was a busy reporting on whatever the latest Matt Damon movie, whatever it may be. Trump was actually in the room. I want you to watch this interaction. And there's a question about what happened that day. But Collins, she seems to have all the answers in between her. Siskel and Ebert movie reviews. Check this out. Crazy Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of Washington were in charge, as you know, of security. And they They're did not, not in do their the job. They're not in charge of the National Guard. You're They're, in charge of the National they are Guard. In, well, I offered them National Guard. I said, we'll give you soldiers. We'll give you National Guard. We'll give you whatever you want. And they turned me down. You're and in fact, she turned secretary. me down. She tur excuse me. She turned me down in writing. They turned me down. But your acting defense secretary, Chris Miller, at the time, he says you never gave a formal order to, to deploy the National Guard. But when it Excuse came me, to that day. just the opposite. Chris Miller wrote a book, and he's a fantastic guy, and he was ready to go. They turned him down. If you look, the mayor of Washington, D.C., lovely lady, she said, we don't want it. We don't like the look. Nancy Pelosi said, oh, we don't like the look. If they would have had just, I offered them 10,000 soldiers. I said, it could be 10, it could be more, but I offered them specifically 10,000 soldiers. If they would have taken 500 soldiers, you wouldn't have the problem. They turned it down. And if you look at the inspector general report, he says they turned it down. They made a terrible mistake. So Caitlin Collins is sure 
that Trump's acting Secretary of Defense, Christopher Miller, was never told about an order about the National Guard. It's almost as if Caitlin Collins did absolutely no homework because it could have taken her all of maybe two and a half minutes to find what I found. Here's Republican Congressman Byron Donalds asking Chris Miller about the National Guard. If she would have seen this, she would have saved herself the embarrassment. Take a look. With Mayor Bowser, what, what happened uh, when you notified her that her request had been fulfilled? What did she do with that information? I, I don't know. Did Mayor Bowser ever follow up after the after the agreement from the president to provide support, actually asking for that support to be deployed? I know there was that five January letter that was referred to uh, earlier that uh, Acting AG Rosen referred to. Um, oh, this is the letter, um, Acting AG Rosen. This is the letter in which Mayor Bowser basically declined support. Is that is that correct? Well, well, indicated that she thought that the the police had things in hand and did not need additional support at that time. <laughs> did you, now, I say they're conflicting stories because Miller's kind of changed his story, it appears, on who's questioning him. But folks, Caitlin Collins, who could have just, again, looked that up, could have been clear on that and said, hey, you know, Miller said at one point there was this letter about National Guard. One point, No, she's just trying to do a movie review with Donald Trump and got wrecked yet again because she doesn't know what she's talking about. This is who they're running against. They're running. Against, I'm going to show you coming up next to a, 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 this girl with special needs. This speech she gave. It's so powerful about these gender warriors and what they did to her. It's disgraceful. Stay tuned. I got a lot of show left, but here's who they're running against. Biden could not find his way off the freaking stage again, folks. This guy is given instructions by the Secret Service and the staff on what to do, and he gets lost on stage about one out of every two or three times on stage because he can't remember anything. It happened again. Take a look. You're going to put this guy, you're going to put this guy back on stage with Donald Trump with no COVID and, and, and no more mass mail-in ballots? Good luck, man. The guy's a train wreck. The guy can't even figure out his way off a damn stage. I told you he's given instructions. He's given instructions. All right, I got a lot more shows. This video next is going to be tough to watch, folks. But, but you got to listen to it because I want you to understand what we're dealing with in this election. This is good versus evil. Be absolutely clear on that. That's what we're dealing with. Folks, ramp. What is ramp? Well, they're building a way forward with finance. And the card is just the start. Ramp, they're the only corporate card paired with best-in-class technology designed to help you save more. Ramp's intelligent software automatically identifies ways for your business to save money. Ramp automates tedious tasks like expense reporting so you can stop chasing receipts and close your books eight times faster. With real-time insights on how your business is spending money, Ramp helps you control spending before it happens. There's no upfront cost or commitment, just an average of 3.5% saved in the first year. When it comes to your business, spending smarter is spending less. It's time to start expecting more from your corporate card. Make your next exciting financial move at ramp.com. And now get $250 when you join ramp at ramp.com slash Bongino. That's R-A-M-P. That's $250 off when you join ramp at ramp.com slash Bongino. Ramp.com slash Bongino. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank. Members FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks, ramp. Uh, good to have you here. So this is what we're running up against in this next election, folks. 
the gender identity warriors are the, some of the people doing this are genuinely evil people. The castration of kids, the confusion of kids' sexual identity at an early age. I want you to listen to a portion. This is about a minute of a, a girl with special needs. She's speaking in front of this, uh, this, uh, this, this council meeting here. And she's talking about how she didn't want to get dressed in a lock. This is a girl in front of a fully grown man. And then she goes on later to say how she got in trouble because she confused the gender and used the wrong pronoun. This is one of the saddest things I've seen in a long time. This is malevolent evil right here. Take a listen. I got in trouble one time for um, calling this girl, Penny, a girl. I said, well, she, Penny and I, I used the word she when I was using my assignment because we are working together. Um, I was also in the girls' locker room. I don't like to dress that at all, and uh, that's not okay. Um, well, I got in trouble for it because I did not dress out in front of other people. I didn't dress out for many reasons. One, there's male teachers inside of the girls' locker room talking to my, um, Miss Lewis. They go to the same, they, the girl's locker room, and then there's Miss Lewis' office. Miss Lewis has her door open, and then there's male teachers inside of the, her office. Um, I never wanted to see that. Um, that's why I don't dress out to PE. This is unbelievable what we're doing to kids. This is unbelievable in the technical sense of the word that it's really hard for me to grasp that people still think this is sane behavior. I, I know the radical leftists are bananas, but I never thought we'd get this far this fast where this woman, this young lady gets in trouble because she doesn't want to change in front of a grown man and, and misgenders. You can't misgender someone. A woman's a woman, a man's a man. Folks, spend your money wisely here. There are a number of fights here we're going to fight. We're going to fight this politically. We're going to fight this morally. And we're going to fight this economically. You'll get the latest update from the Washington Times. We are winning on some of these issues. Do not get depressed. We got to double down. Don't pop any corks here. Don't get the Dom Perignon out. But Bud Light is in crisis. HSBC downgrades Anheuser-Busch stock. Sees deeper problems than the company admits. Keep the heat on. We've got to start making examples out of people. These are not strictly political fights. They're fights versus good and evil. This is the time now. Double down, triple down. Do not back down one bit. You're going to be dealing with more of this too. Spend your money wisely. Make sure when you go into the movies, if you're going to the movies, that people like this aren't making any money off it. Here is the pathetic, grotesque human being, Charlize Theron here, a horrible, genuinely terrible person, telling you she's going to F people up if they don't support drag queen story hour or drag queens or sexual identity politics. Her words, not mine. Take a listen. We love you, queen. We love, we love you, queen. We're in the corner and we've got you and I will fuck anybody up who's like trying to fuck with anything with you guys. It's really in all seriousness. There's so many things that are hurting and really killing our kids and we all know what i'm talking about right now and it ain't no drag queen because if you've ever seen a drag queen lip sync for her life yeah it only makes you happier it only makes you love more it makes you a better person 
fuck, if I could do a death drop right now, I would. But I would probably like break my hip. But and I I want to uh, ask everybody out there, please, please support all the great organizations that are out there helping all of this nonsense going away like it should. All of these incredibly stupid policies. Bye. Bye. No more room for hate. Only love. And love equals drag queen. Folks, not a dime. Not a dime. Our fight here has to be moral, it has to be political, and it has to be economic. You cannot allow one of the stools, one of the legs of that stool to collapse. Do not spend a dime on any movie this woman's in, ever. The lefties want to support this, let them go right ahead. She has a right to speak out. You have the right not to spend your money there, too. She's going to F you up? Really? You sure about that? Full of love. Full of love. Folks, this is getting really ugly here, too. Politico and the media, they've gone full commie now. There's a piece out this morning. The the Biden International, Biden Inc. Mafia family corruption scheme that broke yesterday is just devastating. There is not a single reason why the Biden family should have been on the recipient end of millions of dollars from scandal-ridden, nuclear-powered, in some cases, countries that were enemies of the United States. There's not a single reason that that should have happened other than corruption, wheeling and dealing and pay for play. Not one. And the media knows it. And what do they do? As you can see in Politico, they go right back, full commie mode. They're hiding the FBI whistleblower who apparently has some information on this. The FBI won't give up the documents. The FBI is fully corrupted. Everybody needs to be fired. And then they go right back, as you can see from the piece, to Jamie Raskin. Oh, this is all Russia. We have completely lost the media in this country. Completely. They are detached. They are not activists anymore. They're actual communist agitators right now, supporting government corruption, assisting in the downfall of the United States via the most expeditious means, period. Here's a headline of the day from the New York Times. Look at this one. House Republican reports no evidence of wrongdoing by President Biden. Holy Moses, are you shitting me? Did you see what we saw yesterday? Were you looking at the actual evidence? The Biden family grandkid got the payments from accounts linked to people, linked to foreign governments. What was she doing? What was she doing? What was the grandkid doing? Art? Like Hunter? Here's the runner-up, by the way, for headline of the day in the AP. Trans minors protected from parents under Washington law. Tell me again how we're dealing with sane people. I wanted to show you this. Uh, this is an important story. Take a look at this here. I'm going to show you what this means in a second. Put up that tweet, if you would, by, uh, by Jeff Clark. Folks, a lot of people out there are attacking Trump uh, in the primary. And primaries are good things. I have no problem with spirited primaries. I've told you that over and over. The last few winners of the presidency were involved in spirited primaries. Trump, Obama, Bush, even Bill Clinton was involved in the first time in a spirited primary. The good things, they keep you in the news, they keep you frosty. You don't want dusty candidates. However, there's been a couple attacks on Trump in the primary uh, by, by even some conservatives suggesting that he didn't do everything he could do to build the wall. Well, Jeff Clark, who used to work at the DOJ, has a tweet out, and he was going back at another guy, and he said, hey, we built as much as we could. We tried to eminent domain. There was a lot of litigation. We tried to get money. 
That's why I'm showing you this pen. I've never showed you this before. And I promise this isn't like a, hey, look at me moment. Don't take it that way. I'm, you know, I don't do that. You know what this pen is? This is the pen Trump used to sign that executive order where he reallocated money uh, to the wall that was then litigated to death. This is the actual pen. How did you get it? You see it as Donald Trump on one side. It says the White House on the other side. It's a pen. You can see it right there. Very proud to have this. Well, by chance, the day that was signed, uh, I went up to visit him in the Oval Office uh, with my wife, and uh, we just were chatting with him. And he had them on his desk, and he looked at them, and he said, this is the pen. There were a couple, they signed like the D and then the O, so there's a couple. There were like three of them or four of them. He must have signed his first name, his last name, his middle name with different pens. And he said, this is the pen I signed this EO to build the wall with, with the money. He said, do you want it? And then he took the other one, because there were three of them, and he gave one to my wife. And then uh, my youngest was there. He gave the other one to my youngest daughter. Don't tell me he didn't do what he could to build the wall. I was there. This is the actual pen. It's not a scam. It's not a trick. There it is right there. Don't tell me he didn't do what he could. He's not going to build it himself. What do you want the guy to do? Yeah, he's a builder, meaning he finances building price. I got to go there and start laying bricks himself or driving steel spikes into the ground. That happened. They fought him everywhere. Guy deserves another shot. Keep your eye on the banking crisis too, folks, along with Pakistan. J.P. Morgan now, after they took Republic, uh, took under uh, their wings First Republic, after First Republic was uh, seized by the United States government, now they don't want people to short banks anymore. Really? It seems awfully convenient. After the shorting of banks is what help you acquire First Republic at a huge discount. Be very wary what's going on with the banking crisis in the coming days. Thanks again for tuning in. A lot of people, over 50,000 in the live chat today. Join us every day. What? 56,000? Oh my gosh, this is growing by the day. I am uh, elated. It is so good to have you here every day at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Please join us, comment, start an account on Rumble, download the app. It's a lot of fun. We love having you here. It's like a live radio show. You can call in and do it right there. Please follow and subscribe while you're there. Rumble.com slash Bongino. And then uh, follow us and subscribe on Apple and Spotify. It's free. It helps us stay on the charts. Questions? For tomorrow, if you want to submit a question for tomorrow's show, there's a post up on my Locals account, True Social. Questions for tomorrow's show, just put your question right there. We'll get to your questions tomorrow. See you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.